Is this fucking thing on? Hold on. Is this fucking shit on? Damn. What's up? <laughs> it's the Hella Curious Podcast. Um, first of all, anyone who's listening, it's your first time listening. This is your first episode. Fucking hit us up on Instagram at Hella Curious Pod. Fucking send in a question or a topic or fucking anything. You know what I'm saying? That's what you, if this is your first time listening to this, this is your first terrible intro, you got to ask us a question immediately. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been supporting and following us. Shout out to fucking, shout out to fuck my man K, my homeboy. He, I didn't get to this question during this episode, so I'll answer it now. I'll make this intro mad long. Fuck it. <laughs> um, let's see. We had Elliot on. Shout out to Elliot. We talked about a bunch of stuff. Talked about his stepmom. <laughs> we talked. About, <laughs> we talked about fucking uh, Cheesecake Factory. We talked about fucking um, Maury. He used to work. He used to be an intern for Maury. So I learned all the. So we learned all the secrets about the God Maury. But uh, okay, yes. So shout out to K. He asked me, "You um, oh, what's the wildest fit you ever seen someone play basketball in?" And the answer is me because one time. <laughs> One time, uh, when I just got my hair braided for the first time, and it was like two weeks later, so my braids were dusty. I was wearing dusty braids, and I was wearing Adidas joggers, and I was wearing like uh, uh, my my school crew neck sweater, but it was purple, and I was wearing Tim's, right? So I'm in dusty braids and Tim's on a basketball court, and I'm shooting around with my friends. We're just having fun, and these group are just... It's Black Hair Sigma, so I'm going to get this off. This group of just terrible white men, you know, like, they were all short and like, eh. They're like, can you guys get off this court? We're trying to play a full court game. So I looked at them. I looked at them, and I was like, all right, but we got next. And my friends were like, we're not. You're in Tim's. You can't play ball. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going I'm to fucking play fucking ball today. And I beat the shit out of those white kids. I beat the fucking shit out of those white niggas. And they're probably all business majors now, so. Um, shout out to y'all, but in Tim's, I filleted them in a full court match. Man, shout out to Black Excellence. And speaking of Black Excellence, <laughs> here's this episode. I guess. What is your uh, favorite Adam Sandler movie? My favorite Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> the. <laughs> I'm trying to think. If I mean, I have seen... one. It's okay. No, I have a. I definitely have a favorite Adam Sandler movie. I, I don't. I, neither of the two that I saw in theaters were my favorite. I saw Jack and Jill in theater, which was <laughs> god awful. <laughs> I was a teenager, so I um, and I also saw Grown Ups two in theaters. Um, Why not the first one? one? No, I saw the second one, not the first one. Damn, the first one is definitely better. Uh, but I think Happy Gilmore would have to be my favorite. I was no, but I was saying that speaking of Adam Sandler movies, uh, well, first of all, my favorite Adam Sandler movie is probably Click. I forgot about Click. It's a good movie. He was, on, that. He was on autopilot. He was on autopilot. I listen. I tell people that I'm like. Yeah, I, I, I like Click, and they're like, you're kidding. Like, that's a, that's an embarrassing movie. But, like, in reality, I cried. Like, that's just sad. It At seemed... the end, when he's just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, but it was, it seemed like such, like, a, 
like a, I think people don't like it because it starts off with the whole beyond, like the Bed Bath and Beyond section. And that's a bad joke. And then they carry the rest of the movie on that. But it's really not bad. I mean, before Click came out, I think my favorite Adam Sandler movie was like 50 First Dates. <laughs> that one's not a bad one either. It's about Hawaii. But I'm, I'm rambling. The reason why I brought up Adam, the reason why I brought up Adam Sandler movies is because um, Rush Limbaugh is hanging out with Lil Nicky. And... <laughs> He's chilling with little Nikki right now. And... <laughs> so I recently saved the photo from the end of the movie when um, they're they're in the clouds and it's like Abraham Lincoln and the crocodile uh-huh. and them like waving. I have that in my screenshot because I was like, that's gonna be me. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be all three of them at once. <laughs> No, um, I don't know. I would. Do you think it's a bad? You think it's like morally wrong to be like hot, like you know, R.I.P. Bozo? <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. Because I was thinking, I, I literally had like this. I was thinking about this yesterday because I was like, I don't think it's bad at all. But then I was like, hmm, I wonder who else I could like justify this with. And then I was like, oh, if my stepmom died, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I would literally, I would recreate that photo. I would post it on Instagram, R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> so. Okay, all right. So it's like a, it's like a Thursday. I, I bust into your room like, Elliot, it's your stepmom. <laughs> You're like, you, you go, you, you would react like what? I would literally be like, no, no way. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> like I don't know what I'd say. I'd be like, "Damn, that's crazy." There's like no, there's damn, no like. Uh, damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> literally, I would just be like, my my friend works in um like a hospital emergency room, and one time she texted me, she's like, "Your stepmom's in here," and I was like, oh, "God, thank God!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I'm sure that's okay. So, who else? Who else is on that list? <laughs> that's as far as I got. <laughs> but, um, let me think. You know, well, Rush, Rush Limbo is definitely up there, obviously, but he's not my first. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't be your first. How high? I guess, no. I guess, uh, I mean, like, he's pretty awful, but like. I don't know. I I think I'm too young to have the full effect of his his shitty behavior. If on if, me. if I I don't know when this happened, but whoever created the like Valentine's Day chalk heart pieces, they could be dead already. But I would kind of be like, thank God. My mom loves those, but not the regular ones. The sour ones. Like, they make the- sour ones. I found them at Walgreens because I used to work there, and I found them on clearance, and I was like, here. And she <laughs> ate, like, all 10 packs. She was like, these are great. And I was like, all right. <laughs> what What would you say the perks were to working at Walgreens? Okay, so the biggest perk that immediately came to mind was I had um, access to, like, the discount candy uh-huh. immediately, and I also got a discount off of that with my Walgreens, like, well, job or whatever. So I would buy up like $40 worth of candy and then I'd take it to school in a separate backpack and I'd sell it. (laughs) (laughs) 
it, it, it that sounds kind of like uh like uh, a high school suburban version of American Gangster, <laughs> but instead of like in Harlem, you're in Pennsylvania. I wish to say, like, I wish I wasn't. I wish I was the first person that ever said like I did that. But like, there was some other kid that was like running it. Like he had like movie theater boxes of like the candy, and uh-huh. he'd just be like, "What you need?" And he'd have it on tap. <laughs> this other girl, this oh, other girl, actually got like in a lot of trouble because for years she was running this like scheme. Uh-huh. And not even like a scheme, but she'd bring in those frosted icing cookies, the like the sugar cookie with like the the thick ass frosting on top of the oh, sprinkles. The, the trash ass ones, but the ones that taste like uh pillow fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she sell them for a dollar each. Should you go to jail for that? <laughs> Do you like I, those cookies? I mean, if I'm like really baked, then I'll just be like, all right. But I don't like that's know. anything, so. I I feel like if I was high, it'd be worse because my mouth is already dry. It's like I might as well eat a fucking Popeyes biscuit. That's true. That, yeah, those, yeah, are, to... those are just dessert Popeyes biscuits. That is a good point. I think they should start selling those. You know I mean, you selling, you're better off selling Popeyes. Just actual Ooh, Popeyes. Baby, <laughs> I got Popeyes. <laughs> Fuck you, you beat me to it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that, I, between that and Scoop, there it is. I, this the quarantine quarantine television has been really great. I, I, I don't know. If I if I no. if those two did a versus, I don't know who I would go with. Now Sabrina, the the one that like has made the biggest impact on us, I guess, over the summer was the um Geico commercial that was like we have a bit of a rap problem, and then be like round and round, and the band and they in like the basement. Yeah. Like oh, that one was funny too. <laughs> <laughs> the guy looks so old. He looks so like tired. But this was like the only money they was gonna get from Geico. Yeah, and I'm sure they didn't even need to give him like they didn't need to test him for the virus before they <laughs> shot it either. <laughs> we're just like just throw him in there. They recorded that probably like in 2015, and they were just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even alive anymore they were just like all right throw it on yeah, they don't have a rat problem anymore the rat the rats have died <laughs> <laughs> what do you think there's any uh any like company or any like brand that comes even close to geico when it comes to commercials um not really i'm trying to think about it i mean this jake from state farm is pretty iconic but they don't have as many like they're not consistent. like they're not funny they're just like no okay. like that like, Geico's had, like, a reputation of, like, funny commercials throughout yeah. the year. Like, that dumbass little pig. I just thought that was <laughs> stupid, but it was funny. The fucking caveman at the airport? Yeah. Oh. And he's just like, oh. And he sees his face on the sign. He's just like, come on. That was such a weird yeah, thing. Yeah. I think Progressive has gotten some better commercials. Not the recently. Progressive recently is awful. But when they were just, like, flow, they used to be good. I think the Sasquatch commercial's really good. When he's, like... When he's like, she's like, it's okay, Bigfoot. And he's like, what? My name's Daryl. Like, I thought that was really funny the first time I heard it. Yeah. You love the She Shed commercial. The She Shed commercial. No, because, like, I've never heard of a She Shed. Like, the first the first time they said it, I was, my, my life was never the same. I was like, fucking She Shed? And, like, I went, on a, I met, I went missing for two weeks. Like, no one seemed to <laughs> Like, I can't, I couldn't live. I couldn't sleep. Like, what the fuck is a she shed? <laughs> and he was just like, okay with it. 
Because when it wasn't his, it wasn't a he he shed. It was Cheryl's. <laughs> it wasn't a he shed. <laughs> Her story. Um. <laughs> I mean, who else? I mean, I mean, shout out to anyone if you have a he shed, a she shed, a they shed. Um, we she, we no, shed. No show, no sotros shed. <laughs> Wumbo, you know. All Hell of yeah! It, all of it. What would you do with a shed, really? If you had like a shed, what would you put in it? I don't know. I feel like I. The hell was that noise? I'm sorry, I live in a dorm. There was like this giant beep. I hate these kids. Um, if I had a shed, I'd probably, like, put, like, I don't know, I'd feel like I'd make it, I don't want to sound, like, I like you know, like, that box that they have in the show You? Have you seen You? Yeah. You know that, like, soundproof box? I do that, for, like, for, like, music, not for, like, creepy things. <laughs> and, and some creepy things. Okay, maybe, but, like, not initially. <laughs> That's not, like, the goal of it. Yeah. It just comes along with it. You would have good intentions and it would just turn into a creepy shed? I understand. I mean, soundproof. Like, I loved. I'd love to have a soundproof room. I would watch rap battles and uh, full volume. Yeah, because then no, I was like, oh, no one can judge me now. It's just me. Literally, I don't want anybody to like hear me when I'm talking or singing. Like even right now, like I know people can hear me. So, oh well. Don't the walls? The walls in that building aren't like they're pr- uh, actually. They're like hard, but they're not thick. It's weird. Yeah, I live to this side is the um to my left is the trash room, so uh, it's course. a good time. And then I have a four person suite to my right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. Well, it's like every morning at ten a.m. or so, someone comes and like throws open the trash cans to like empty them out. The the trash room has such weird energy because it's like I mean, you know yeah. people are in there, but it's just like dead. It, like it's, trash rooms are always cold. They're always like. I don't know. There's such a weird vibe. I've definitely been in people's rooms. I'm like, this has a trash room energy. I I also agree with that. I mean, like, some of the kids, like, I just did courtesy checks the other day, and some of these kids, and there's, like, nobody living here, first of all, because, like, no one wants to be here because of the virus. Yeah. But some of these kids are living in squalor. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> How often do you use that word? I don't. I just thought it was funny right then. It was like, that's the word that came to mind. It's squalor. Like, this kid had, like, no sheets on his bed, but his floor was covered in trash, and he's the only person, like, in a four-person suite alone. I mean, like, wouldn't you? I mean, that goes back to the shed. uh, Yeah, I guess I do. I don't know. I feel like I want to keep my shed clean. It's soundproof, (laughs) but you can still see it. My shag. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's your it's your personal space, you know. It's cleanliness is next to uh, God, mindful. Godliness. Is it? Is that? I'm sorry. I don't. Know. I think it is. I don't know where that's from, but I, I remember would, hearing it. I would keep just all of my like mid to early 2000s clothes in my shed. So my Echo, all of my G Unit clothing, Sean Johns, all my food. I mean, I need a second shed for my Fubu. Anything I've ever gotten from Stephen Barry's has to, has to go in there. Just to, like, preserve it or, like, to wear it eventually? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes just to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> to take it out and, like, sprawl it across the floor. When I was in, when I was younger, 
Echo seemed like Echo is a Prada to me. I was like, it has a rhino on it. Oh my god! Like it was. It, I so I had there was a girl in my class who had um like Echo made terrible sneakers that they sold at Payless. And she had like she had just regular white sneakers with like a gold the gold Echo logo, which is anyone who know what Echo was is a clothing brand that whose logo was a rhino inside a recycling sign. <laughs> and I thought it was peak fashion, and I was so jealous. I was like, "Damn, I gotta." I I used to see that at like Coles, like hanging up, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Damn, I can't afford that." It's, it's you know that's why I was like. This is why I'm not getting any girls, man. Like, I don't got, I'm, I'm no, there's no rhino on me. I was more, when, when I was coming up <laughs> at 10 years old in school. During, your, during the come up. Yeah, Aeropostale was the big thing. They were, literally, <sighs> my neighbor was like, because my neighbor was a year or two ahead of me. And he was like, when you get into middle school. If you don't wear a postal, you're gonna be made fun of. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. It's the opposite. Yeah, so I yeah, so I wore Aeropostale and I felt like an idiot. I I have a very traumatic story based on Aeropostale that I'm glad you that I could bring this up. When I was in high school, I think I was in like tenth grade. I was in English class and I had this girl I was friends with, and we were always kind of like just make fun of each other, but. No one is. I'm. I, I'm confident to say no one's ever really gotten the best of me publicly. I've more so, but the only L I've taken, and I've had. I've never really considered this. I said something to her in class about her eyebrows. They were bushy. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, bushy eyebrows. And then she turns around and looks at me, and she goes, "Shut up, Rich. That's why you wear Arrow pastel hoodies." And for some reason, everyone was listening, so everyone was like, "Oh." Like the whole class went crazy, and I just can I was very conveniently happy to be wearing an Aero Pastel hoodie. So then I, I had nothing to say, so I just like, ah, whatever. And then I, I went home and I was like, wait, I can't go back to school and wear Aero Pastel again because then I'll come back and they'll be like, ha. Ah, but then if I don't wear it again, they'll be like, ah, she said it, now you're not wearing it anymore. I was she put me in a tough hole. I don't even know what to tell you, man. That was did you did you ever recover from that? Some would say no. But I would like to, <laughs> I would like to believe that I've made strides. I haven't worn Aeropostel since, so I guess she wins. But I've definitely did gotten any- I've definitely like, gotten you, her back. Did you do anything? Did she do anything about her eyebrows? I bet she didn't, because she was like she was like, look, this is my my <laughs> way of getting back at you. You know, but we we've had exchanges after, but that was just the only time she said it. And you know, it, sometimes you say something once and it hits multiple times. And that's all you, and sometimes you just have it once and it works once. If she would have said it again, it wouldn't have worked. I would have thought of something. But the first time you hear it, it's like, oh, fuck. I am wearing Arrow Pastel. And it's like, I wasn't. There's no way out of that. Because, I mean, what was I going to do? Only wear American Eagle? God. <laughs> I, was, did you wear Hollister? Were you a Hollister kid? Uh, nah. I, I, Could I, you fit into the Hollister clothing? Well. That shit was like. Honestly, I probably, I probably could have, but I don't know. Hollister was never really my bag. You didn't want to surf? You weren't a surfer? I mean, I grew up in a black neighborhood, so (laughs) surfing was never the dream. It wasn't like, oh, man, one day I'm going to get out of (laughs) here. My friends was sitting next to me and was like, oh, man, you know, in this neighborhood, 
I got to do what I can to get out. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm a surf. <laughs> I'm a surf my way out. <laughs> I think that'd be a really good movie. I think we should work on that. That's definitely like a BT kids movie. All right, but you'd so- be like surfing like on like near Ellis Island, like on that kind of water. It'd be disgusting. Yo, oh, the Hudson River, the Hudson River water is diabolic. So that would be a that would be a sci-fi movie. Immediately, I couldn't. That'd be couldn't. cool. Oh wait, speaking of speaking of historic things, this is a very historic episode, and this episode is breaking history. You are. The first white person to ever be on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, your plaque is in the mail. Um. <laughs> It'll get here eventually. Thank you. Wow, I feel honored. Is that coincidental? Or were you like, I need a white person now to spice it up? No. Or to dull it down. <laughs> I've never, I've never said that. No, you know what? I was just like, you know what? I think it, it was a coincidence, really. I didn't, it didn't really come to mind until like just now. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> all this, all this, what, all this Hollister talk was like, hold on. <laughs> but you know it what? Though, but you know what though? Now that I'm thinking about it, I, Hollister was never. I never looked at it as like a clothing place because the the mall by me, the Hollister was like, I don't know if it was like this in every location, but it was set up to look like a beach house. Yeah. So yeah, we would never go in there to look at cl- one. It was dark. Two. It was just, super dark. It was super dark, and we would just go there, take pictures out front, or be like, "Oh, you go run in, and we'll try to find you, and then not find them, and go somewhere else." See, the Hollister at my mall was right next to the Hot Topic. So, I'm, I, wow. I would be over at the Hot Topic. See, you know what the thing is? The the mall by me, um, shout out to the Palisades Mall. Um, this is not a plug. Um, <laughs> but they they had a whole, the whole row was there. So, they knew, they knew exactly who they were catering to. It was Vans, Hot Topic, then Zoomies. <laughs> Did you have Spencer's? Yes, but Spencer's had its own location. I got, but as far as like the hot topic goes, I felt like that whole row all next to each other is like you guys know what you're doing. It's like, it's like age ranges almost. It's like you're gonna shop here, perfect. and then you're gonna shop here, and then you're gonna shop here. I mean, that's like the common route. I mean, I mean I, that would make sense in like normal people places. Normal I guess mine places. was just like. <laughs> Well, like, my mall was just, like, a nightmare. So it would be, like, one in every three stores was open. And they were just like, all right, if you want to shop here, you can go. <laughs> oh, did you did you live near, like, a dying mall? I, I mean, I had a, a mall near me, like, 15 minutes away. But that was the dying mall. Uh-huh. Um, and now we have another dying mall that used to be, like, the shit. Like, it's, like, half an hour away, away from me. And you'd go there, like, on weekends or, like, nights like on mm-hmm. Fridays and you'd walk around with your friends yeah that was no. never me though because I didn't like have friends in eighth grade or like in that time period to do that with or a ride so more importantly the ride because you can find someone to walk around the mall with yeah but like who's what parent is going to drive you 30 minutes to a mall for the to, with no money to buy anything so uh 
Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I see. We had a, our we had mall culture too, even though we were in New York, and it was like, it was weird because even if I didn't necessarily have plans, and I I was a loser in high school, so like even if I didn't have plans, I could be like, I could talk myself into being like, well, if I'm at the mall and I run into people, they're not gonna be like, let's not hang out. Like I'm already there, and I was like, oh god, that's sad. But that was all the I, dates. All the dates was like, hey, you want to, everyone who went out in high school, the only date they were ever able to go to was like, hey, let's go to the mall. So they would, they would go see a movie, maybe hit up Fridays, and then just walk around. I don't even know any dates that I know of around me where people would be like, let's go mudding. And I'd be like, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> let's go mudding? Yeah, like the people like, like they're like, oh, like we like went and saw like these baby pigs, and then we like jumped in the mud with them, like dumb shit like that. Like I have all these country people around me, so they were always like, we're gonna go on a picnic and raise cattle and do dumb shit like that. Did did you? I mean, would you think if you went mudding more that you would appreciate it? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh my god, if I had the opportunity to do that, it, see, I wasn't friends with those people, but I would always watch. Be like, damn, I wish I was really stupid so I could do that, because it'd be so much fun to just like put all your like dirty ass clothes and then just be like, all right, we're just gonna drive around on a four wheeler and get fucking trash. Like that'd be so much fun. I feel like the name is what makes it weird. Like, let's go mudding. I don't know. Yeah, is, is that not like a common term? That's like a. That's like I... a people. I don't know. I mean, I this this is news to me. I've I don't, I've heard the term mudding before, but I've never, I guess I've never heard it used in a sentence. So there's this thing. I don't remember what it's. I think it's called the buck. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere in Pennsylvania. I oh, think. it stops. Or like somewhere top top of Maryland. But they like race cars and shit like that. But they also have like giant mud pits where they do like, I don't know what they do. They like have like tug of war type things in there uh-huh. they also see like how far you can like jump into it or they drive cars or people just fucking play in the mud and like drive different four-wheelers and shit and it's just like that's the uh-huh. whole event that's the whole event so that's like normal around here i mean look I, if that's what you you know what i realized that it took me it took me until i got older to realize that different people like because when you when you grow up you think people do stuff everywhere and then I went to, oh, God, I went on spring break. Oh, my God. I went, <laughs> I went on my, my senior year, I went on spring break with friends from the place we both used to work at. And we went up to the Anirondack Mountains for spring break. And, <laughs> <laughs> and since it was March, it was still cold. Like, it was snow everywhere. I'm like... I'm looking at my friends who went to, like, Fort Lauderdale, and I'm like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I just fucking got high every day, but I was the only black person there up in these mountains, in this weird mountain town that, like, it was one of those places that was, like, they are they thrive in the summertime, and they thrive in the wintertime, but during, like, the early spring, it's completely dead. And one time we went roller rinking, and I was like, it was like during the. It was like a Friday. I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of people here." And I was like, "Oh wait, this is, this roller rink is probably like the spot for them," which would made sense all the you know, uh, racially biased looks I got. But <laughs> I walked in. I walked in. I walked into the roller rink, and I start. I'm not good at roller skating. I watched ATL. Nope. And I, I can roller skate, but that's not how it works. And then I'm start. I'm falling, 
and I was with a, I was with a friend of Alicia, and I fall, and she like holds my hand, and her holding my hand, everyone just looked, and I was like, whoa, that like the entire roller rig was like, what? And I was like, yo, chill. <laughs> that is terrible. It was crazy. I was I was in that I was in that Adirondack town for a whole week, and the only other black person I saw was like a single father and his daughter. <laughs> it was like Get Out, and he was like wearing like the hat. <laughs> it was it was literally the week before Get Out came out too. So then I went no, through that. <laughs> no, it was it was the it was like the week before Get Out came out. So I went through that, and then I saw it immediately when I came back. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, and. I, I went through that week and then saw it get out, and I was like, oh, my God, that was almost me. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was almost me. But luckily, that single father came out and saved the day. I, You know what? It was funny. Even he was like, oh, I know you're not from, you're not from here. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> it was weird. But I don't know. Get, get, out, get out was like a weird uh, – it was a weird time. It was a weird uh, – cultural moment because now because after seeing get out anytime i'm like the only black i'm like oh fuck my my i told my mom about that movie and she was like oh yeah i'm really interested in it and she told me that my stepdad um said something like she's like yeah i i want to watch it because they say something like a commercial about it that it reminded me of like what your stepdad had said one time at a friend's house and he was the only white person and he was like oh i feel like a like I'm standing out or something like that, and they were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like they were like making fun of my stepdad, and I was like, "Yeah, what? Why would you ever say something like that?" He was like, "Oh, I feel." He said something like, "I feel like the stuffing in an Oreo," and I was like, "You're kidding me." <laughs> Maybe he was horny. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Maybe he just got mad horny. <laughs> That's that's, that's 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 wild. That's that's like a two a.m. tweet right there. That's that's heavy like <laughs> hours tweet. <laughs> and then I tweet like the next one. Be like, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, you you tweet that, and then you tweet I was hacked. <laughs> Speaking of people getting hacked, that was my the I always everyone always brings up the Cardi B offset relationship, but I love how. <laughs> he liked another girl's like picture on Instagram and then to pretend to make it seem like he was hacked he just tweeted balls in my face <laughs> so <laughs> so he could be like see guys I was hacked I would never tweet some shit like that and then when that happened anytime dudes wanted to be like I was hacked they would t- after they tweet something wild they would just tweet balls in my face <laughs> That's great. I never knew about that. Holy shit. <laughs> it was so fuck? stupid. <laughs> it was, it was, Is that I, the only thing he tweeted, though? Like, uh, to, like, prove that he was hacked? I don't know, but ball, I, after, you hear, after you read balls in my face, there's nothing really else left. <laughs> he was like, sorry, guys. But, um, the other amigos were like, no, you have to take it down. And he was like, it's too late. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Take off, offset, and... Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. Actually, speaking of speaking of, I had a get out moment by uh, by your neck of the woods one time actually, and it was it was after I had seen it. So I was in my mind, I was like, oh my god, like I might not make it. An ex of mine who 
decide, wanted to take me to her and her family friends have this like cabin out in the Poconos. No. <laughs> nope. And it was like a bunch of them and she wanted to bring me she was like, Oh, you come with us, like, you know, all that. So I was like, Oh boy, here we go. And we get there, we we get there at night and everyone else was already there. And <laughs> I get out the car in the middle of the woods. I, I'm the only black person from like twenty square miles. Her mom comes out and says, Oh my god, I'm glad you made it and then she looks at me and goes, Ooh, get out <laughs> And I was like, yo, she was trying to be funny, and I was like, no, you don't understand. This is what's happening. I would have turned the car. I would have gotten the I car and turned God, I God, she was like, ooh, get out. <laughs> like, she said it like a ghost, like, get out. <laughs> and then I walk in the cabin. <laughs> I walk in the cabin, and I shit you not. Everyone's like, oh, my God, hi, what's up? How are, like, nice to meet you. And I look on the dining room table, and there's, like, three bullets on the table. <laughs> I, one of, one of my friend's bathrooms I went into in, like, high school, I was, like, they were, like, yeah, it's just, like, down the hall, and I was, like, all right, I went in there, and there's, like, this tiny little, like, revolver uh-huh. on, the, <laughs> on, like, the, on, like, the table next to, like, where the tissues were, I was, like, what? This is ruined too, and a revolver in the bathroom at all places, like, what are you gonna need to shoot in the bathroom? It was, like, a night, it looked like, like, the cowboys used it, like, it was just, like, it was, like, laying open, like, the... <laughs> Yeah, like the thing that like holds the bullets was like popped open. Bang, so bang, just, bang, like, bang, they bang. were ready. Yeah, yeah, they were ready at any time. Uh, they were the rudeness and tuneness, the side of the Mississippi. Do you think you can work on a farm? <laughs> I feel like if I had to, I would make it. Like, it, have you seen Into the Wild? I think that's what it's called. I I think I have. It's about this like white guy, and he's like, I'm sick of this capitalist society. I'm going to live off the land. And so he, like, treks the whole way. He, like, gets rid of all of his identity. And then he treks the whole way to, like, the middle of Alaska. Lives out there for, like, three months and then dies. <laughs> but <laughs> he, he like, had to work on farms in between hand. And I feel like if I had to do that for, like, in that circumstance, to be like, I don't like the government. I don't want anyone to know my name. Then I could do it. <laughs> but otherwise... <laughs> You don't think you just vibe out on a farm, just chill? I think it would depend on my job. If I had to be, like, the guy that would, like, shovel the shit in the stalls, not my type of thing. But if I had to, like, I don't even, what are the other jobs that you do on a farm? I don't want to milk a cow. I don't want to, I don't know. Can you sit on top? I feel like sitting on top of the tractor in the big field would be cool. Like, like what? It doesn't have to be like a humongous farm. It could be like a like a like if you grew like vegetables. Oh, that's different. I would grow my. I, I would definitely like have my own little garden, grow my own vegetables. But no, so that's not, a, be not like, like a garden. A garden is like like a backyard. I'm talking about like a farm though. But like it's not like you're working the whole land. You just you know grow a couple tomatoes, a couple. Uh, I don't know. I'm talking like that. But <laughs> there's there. The back of my house, back home, um, in my backyard, there's a big field, and every other year they plant corn, and when they plant corn, they harvest it at night, and so it'll be like midnight, and this giant tractor will come up, and they and <laughs> like right in my backyard, like taking all this corn down, but I feel like I could do that. I'd be like a night corn person. I've taken some corn down in my first year of nights. All right. <laughs> they call you the night corn. That's what they call you. <laughs> <laughs> The night corn? 
Yeah. Uh, is that what would? Do you think that'd be a good stripper name? I. The immediate name that I thought of that it would relate to was Ape Escape. You know, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> no, like the video game. Do you remember it? They had like the little monkeys and they had the control helmets on with the blue light. Yes. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. And they had they had a level where it was like Twilight Town kind of, like Kingdom Hearts kind of, but it was all the monkeys like roaming around. You and I, they, <laughs> No, but I was like, I asked you about a stripper name and you thought immediately of Ape Escape? Literally as Ape Escape, I thought of like one of the monkeys like wearing like the, the knight armor. Uh-huh. thing because you had to you had to beat the shit out of him uh-huh. i'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of that <laughs> this is how my brain works it's so bad i'm so sorry <laughs> um <laughs> i think i think i could go by like f100 <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like rich i don't think that'd be funny <laughs> What about my, 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 my shipper name was like Steve? <laughs> hey guys, hi, my name's Here Steve. Here he is. Hi, Steve. what's up, guys? Barbara, how you doing? Hi, how's the family? Right, I'm gonna get naked for you guys. Uh... <laughs> Steve only gets naked to like clean music, though. Clean or queen? C- clean. Okay. <laughs> like... I, thought you, I thought you said queen, but that could also work. No, that, that's. No, that's not. That's not. That's way too much energy for a stripper named Steve. No, we are the champions. And just doing it to that. That'd be funny as fuck. <laughs> Getting a lap dance to "We Are the Champions." <laughs> that would drive me to tears. Definitely, I'd say so. I couldn't. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, get your build out. <laughs> get ready. Get ready to get all moist and wet for bicycle race. And I, I like, I like honk the bicycle horn like pink, pink. Do you want to ride? And then it's, you come out like on the jigsaw trike. <laughs> <laughs> the big, the big wheel, like the um, yeah. How much are, are big wheels expensive? Like the children's big wheels, or like the actual like big wheels for adults? Children's big wheels. I feel like it'd be really cheap if you just took one from a kid. <laughs> Is, I mean, when you say it like that, I mean they can't stop you. What are they gonna do? <laughs> could could you steal? Can can it, is it possible to steal the vaccine out of people? Like like a vampire, like like suck it out, pog. Or like, <laughs> 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 no, like <laughs> no, like what if like someone just got a vaccine and you like come over here and you like take their arm and just like squeeze it out, like with the blood and everything, or it just comes out like as it came in. If you get them like like straight out the straight, straight out, out the, like the tube or whatever it's called, <laughs> not, not, not the tube, but like out like the doctor's office, like uh, as soon as they come out, be like, get over here, and you know. I feel, like, I, I feel like you'd have to do it for a few people just to be safe. Like I feel like you couldn't get all out of one, so you'd have to do at least like two or three. Well, you it, it, it's like it's like how you have to get the vaccine in two shots. You have to squeeze it out of four people. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's yeah. a good like ratio there. We should we should like let Doctor Fauci know what we've discovered. Tell him tell him about our freshly squeezed vaccine business. That's a good idea. It has like the <laughs> never mind. I was thinking like the freshly squeezed oranges when you put them in the top and they like roll down, 
that's just like with people. <laughs> that, that sounds like murder. I'm talking about like a lethal. I would, I would no, I'm you just like squeeze them. You know, you like you know, like the um, Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, how they had to stretch out that kid because he was so small, and he was like a piece of taffy at the end. That's murder, though. That's still they would he would not survive. No one survives that. Charles and the Chocolate Factory was just mur- kid murder, really. I think they all survived at the end of the first one, at least. At the, sorry, the the newer one, I think they all survived because they all, like, walked out at the end. But the first one, I don't remember seeing those kids again. Are you a fan of those of the newer movie, the Tim Burton one? I'm not against it. I think it, uh, I think they're, they're like, a good way to spend some time, especially if you're a little loaded. <laughs> I think, <laughs> have you... Have you done any research on the Oompa Loompas in that movie? Are you aware of how that was done? Uh, let me know. I, I'm unaware. So, the all of the Oompa Loompas are played by one person, and his name is Deep Roy. And they had... <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to make it as, like, realistic as possible with having him in all those shots. Mm-hmm. So they didn't just, like, animate him in all those spots. What they did is they had him film each of those individual characters. Like, all of the times you see him, like, moving, mm-hmm. he had to go to that spot and film it. They didn't just, like, generally put him there. Mm-hmm. They put all of those shots over top of each other. So he had to do, like, every... He had to do, like, 150 characters or more. Like, he was every single one of those. Like, he had to learn how to play instruments. He had to learn how to dance and sing uh, and, like, do gymnastics and stuff like that. Like... <laughs> Wow, he's, it's like it's like when Whitney Houston says she's every woman. He he was every Oompa Loompa. He, he it's was. All me. Anything you want? All right. Um, what's your favorite Whitney Houston song? I don't know. I feel like How Will I Know is a really good one. Mm. I've worked at a supermarket, so I've heard that song a bunch of times. Yeah, I think that's why, because like it always comes on. Anything she sings like slowly. It's like, damn. Like, I have to, like, like, it's great, but I wouldn't, like, listen to it on my own, like, out of my, because I would just be, like, sitting there, like, wow. <laughs> wow. Where am I? <laughs> Do you think if, you, so you know how, like, if women are pregnant and they play the music to the babies and stuff like that and it, like, kind of affects their mood? Do you think if you played views to, like, <laughs> a fetus in a woman's stomach would you think that would affect a baby at all? So my friend, my best, one of my best friends, Sam, just had a child, and that album came out when like I first like started like hanging out with him and like hanging out with him a lot. And so I swear to God, that child is like go is like <laughs> produced with Drake in its like body. So I definitely feel like there's some like feel no ways like coming out through that kid. I also feel like it's going to affect them in the long run because the child's going to be, like, really depressed and, mm. and like, kind of weird towards women. So... <laughs> You're gonna be, <laughs> like, his mom's going to be trying to, like, discipline the child and the baby's just going to be like, I stopped listening to things you say. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. Like, like, it, it's going to be singing Child's Play about itself. Wow. That's deep. It is. Dude, what? Thinking, do you Go think ahead. Drake's child is affected by this? Because we haven't 
I don't I th- know if Drake even knows. So I, I think Drake's baby is an android. <laughs> I think every night he like uh, every night he plugs in Adonis and like okay I'll, the world will see you soon, my son. And then in the morning he like unplugs him. Like him and Elon Musk and Grimes baby, they like not you can't like ship kids obviously, <laughs> but I don't think they are. I think they're just robots. So I feel like those would be like the two. Um, like in Spy Kids, the two robots for like Junie and Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> those those would be the two that like come out of nowhere, like beat the shit out of everyone. They tried to say Blue Ivy was a robot. They, they I don't I, know. I don't think people just believe that famous people have kids. I think maybe Northwest is can if you've seen that painting of hers, or so we've been told that it's hers. I've seen so many different paintings of that picture that I don't even know actually which one she did. <laughs> it looked like it looked like a Bob Ross painting. Like I I don't know how old Northwest is now, maybe like mm. five or something, which is still ridiculously old. But um, I I mean like it's it looked like a child could do it, but at the same time it was just so funny because everyone's like. I hate this kid for drawing a picture. Like, okay. <laughs> nah, people really do just hate babies. Why like, is like I know like some are ugly, but you they can't help it. Why? Why do you? Why do you? Why do so many people just want to tell babies they're ugly? I don't understand. Why? What does that do for you? It, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't tell the baby itself. I'm not. I don't look at it and be like, "Fuck you!" Like <laughs> you ugly piece of shit. I'll just be like. Ha ha ha! And then I'll walk away and be like, "Damn, <laughs> ugly ass kid." I so I, I think people just wanted the freedom to walk. Like, damn, that's an ugly baby. I mean, you could. My whole thing is, you could just say it to yourself. Like, um, but like sometimes I gotta tell them. people. If it's really bad, then I'll be like, "Guys, did you <laughs> see that ugly ass baby?" <laughs> Do you remember a time where, like, you really wanted to proclaim how ugly a baby was, but you couldn't because of, I don't know, injustice? Like, being around people and, like, seeing it in person and be like, oh. Yeah, was there a time you were just hanging out with some people and an ugly baby came out and you were like, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that I can't even, like, pinpoint a certain time. I feel like that's any time. Any time I get the opportunity to do that. Like, I feel like now that we're, like, talking about it, I feel like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do that. That's never occurred to me. I've just been like, oh, like, the baby, it's just, that's an ugly-ass baby. Like, nothing against the baby. It'll grow into it. Some ugly babies will be, you know, cute people eventually. But at the moment, that's just a shame. Yeah, and um, <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> I mean, because, like, the babies don't even, they're too busy trying to just, like, comprehend existence. They don't, they're not even aware of what pretty and ugly are. Exactly. Like, if it was, like, a toddler and I was like, you're ugly, then they'd obviously, like, have some sort of reaction to it. But, like, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to, like, stare a baby in the face and be like, you look so ugly right now. Toddlers deserve it most, really, because toddlers are the ones who have no chill, and they'll call people ugly. I agree. I mean, they do deserve it, but I also feel like they're at that time that if I say anything, that I'll be like, oh, I'm affecting, like, their mind. Not like they're not hurting my own, but they don't know that. I can't be like, I'm going to manipulate this child so they feel bad. (laughs) I mean, they do that with Santa, though. Anytime a kid acts bad, they'll be like, Santa, is I going to give you any presents? You know? Yeah, that's super fucked up. My when I was six years old, I my mom thought it'd be funny. 
that in my stocking she put it's not a piece of coal but it was one of those like like novelty gifts that's like it was like bubble gum that looked like coal and i sobbed i thought i was like i was so sad like i still have like a visceral like i have like a reaction to that because mm-hmm. like i literally was like six years old and i was like damn santa must hate me and then she had to be like no it's okay it was a joke here are your presents and i was just like sobbing i was like i don't care oh my god i just bit the mic every time (laughs) every time my mom has played a joke on me it wasn't even really that i guess to me it wasn't funny but like one time for my birthday and i was like turning 15 probably and I was going, it was one of those, it was like, I was, it was my birthday was during the weekend, but it was a weekend I was going to go see my dad. So like, I didn't know what was going on. And my mom and my sister are like laughing in my mom's room. And I'm like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, your dad told us what he's going to do for your birthday. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, you guys, he's going to take you to church and then you guys are going to go to friendlies. <laughs> and I was, so, I was so fucking bummed. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> I was like, what? I was so upset. And then they were like, Sai, just kidding. No, they didn't even say it immediately. They waited like two hours. Like, we're just kidding. You're not going to church in friendlies. <laughs> I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> See, my mom would do something like that. And she'd be like, you didn't think I was, like, being serious. And I'd be like, yes, I did. <laughs> no. Don't gaslight I- me here. <laughs> I've been taken to church before, so I'm... It was, it was also weird because, like, my birthday's on a Saturday. Like, why would I go to church on a Saturday? Like a Catholic mass or whatever they do? I, I don't like know. The Catholic, 8 p.m. ones? Catholic masses kind of feel like something's going to happen. Every time I've been to a Catholic yeah. mass, I felt like something was about to happen. I don't think I've been to one. Even being here on campus, like, never. I feel nah. like I should. I feel like that makes me a bad person. But also, nah. I'm just not. I never went to a single Catholic. I was busy sinning on campus to go through Catholic mass. I was doing a lot of stuff. I was working on a, I was working on like a independent research project around camp. We were walking around campus and trying to talk to people about the underground tunnels and Oh my god, I just brought that up the other day because it snowed and you could see them. Yeah, I, I kept I kept asking people like, so what's about with these underground tunnels. I went to like people we knew who gave tours, like building <laughs> officials. Like I, it was a, like me and my friends were really conducting research, talking about these uh, underground tunnels. We were like sneaking into buildings and picking locks and like going underneath. Like I went underneath. We went underneath the chapel and walked into like into this like basement area and walked through this passageway and ended up in a completely different building. And we're like, what the fuck? It was a whole thing. <laughs> Did you ever get to the underground tunnels? I never was able to find them. No, no, no. We we never made it. If I, if I was going to find it, I would have put out like a documentary. Like I would have done like a Sundance Film Festival. Like, like the catacombs? Exactly. Because there's definitely dead people down there. Or yeah, they just at keep least. Them. That's how they keep the dead people and all the leftover donuts from Duncan that get thrown out. They just use them. They brought those, the ones from Duncan, since uh, it wasn't open yesterday because of the snow. They brought them to the calf, and everyone was like, look, they brought donuts for us. Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> it, it, it takes so much little for everyone to be like, oh, my God, look, it's so special. Like, I remember one time they added Crunchberry to the cereals, and everybody lost their mind. <laughs> 
takes the littlest things. It's they are so ridiculous down there. They just got bags so you can like carry your food back, and they're like, "You should be grateful." <laughs> oh nah, I no yeah, cause they before before this Panda Express, if you got caught trying to sneak food out, they would stop and frisk you, damn near. I, yeah, <laughs> I've been. I forgot about that. I've been grouped many a time over a, a burger. They actually stopped and like frisked for you. That's awful. <laughs> the pizza guy. <laughs> no, not him. He would help me out. Not the he pizza hates guy. me. Him and the um. Oh, I don't even know what he used to work because everything's different now. Th- is the is the old man that hates is, me? Is the Carver dude still there? No, Mike's gone. Yo. So is Miss Virginia. Well, I mean, it's good. Miss Virginia needed to get out of there. That place, she was too. Yeah, they got out because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes sense. Nah, that dude, that Carver dude, hated me. He, I don't know why. I don't know what I did to him. Everyone else was so cool. He would just look at me and not say anything. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, I just want some prime rib. <laughs> they don't. I, I, I can't even tell you like who's left here. Lucci, I think that's what her name is. Oh, uh, Lucci. Yeah, she's still here. She like pulls down her mask and she's like, "Hello," and I'm like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> People around here are crazy. Oh man, nah, it's I don't know, it's wild. Um, so actually, real quick before I get into these questions, what what was it, what was it like being in close? Like, what was it like being so close to Maury? He he was cool. He. A little cranky. I mean, he was 80 years old, so, like, that's a given. I get it. So, like, when, like, things would not work, he'd be like, ah. But he always would make... (laughs) That was pretty much the extent of it. That was a perfect Mori impression, really. (laughs) That that was was pretty much... He would just, like, he would just, like, not freak out or anything, but he'd just be like, guys, come on. I don't want to be here. (laughs) And then he'd always make jokes with the audience, and he'd be like, I got a 40 waiting for me in the car. What? And we'd be like, Maury, you're driving home. (laughs) What? Maury, no. You say that to the audience and stuff. Like at the end of the taping. I got a 40 on me waiting in the car. Maury, (laughs) no. That's crazy. I can see why he thinks he could say that. If he would be like, yeah, Maury. Like, like when people would, like, walk out and they'd be, like, crying backstage, sometimes he'd, like, wait a second before following them back, and he'd, like, look at the audience and be like, these people are insane! And he'd, like, walk back there, <laughs> and then he'd talk to them, and then he'd come back out after it's all resolved, and he'd be like, I told you these people are nuts! And then he'd, like, start the next segment. Were all the camera dudes, like, really buff? Like, were they, were they like, in shape? They were, yeah, they were in shape, um, but I mean, I couldn't really tell how in shape, because they were mostly covered, like, they have, like, the big old fucking cameras, but they yeah. also have, like, knee pads and, like, stuff on, like, the industrial, oh, wow. like, steel, well, because they had to run, because they're not only just, yeah. like, sitting there, like, getting the footage wherever yeah. they need to go, they need to be able to get up and run wherever these people are going to go. Yeah, true. 
So they were they were ready. The Mori cameramen were always ready. There have been I'm sure there are times if I like watched back on the season that I worked at, there are times that I'm like probably like standing behind a curtain like, <laughs> like one time I was like they were like, They're coming backstage and so <laughs> one of the security guys looked at me and he took the soda out of my hand and he threw it. <laughs> I couldn't have the label on this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I was like, All right. <laughs> Yikes! I mean, you could have just you. I guess you had to just like duct tape anything. But did, did you get? Yeah. Did you get when he ran back there? Were you like in like the the shot at all? That's what I'm saying. I feel like I I was in some of the shots by accident because some of the places I would have to stand like up against the wall, like mm-hmm. just walk yeah. past me. But then other places they'd be like, get behind the curtain, and they close it really quick because <laughs> they knew they were running back. Get behind the curtain. <laughs> oh like they were God. like the, the curtain in the hallway because we we had to have a curtain for to separate our dressing rooms because mm-hmm. of the segments that we had. Yeah, to be like we have makeovers or like these people can't talk to each other; they're gonna kill each other. So we had to have like separate locations. Wow, it was a good time. That's. I mean, it sounds like a really like humble working. You know, like a. It. It really. I feel like. I feel like it humbled me because everyone else around there was not humble because they were all like, I'm the best person in the world. And I was just like, okay. Especially Maury, right? He was, he was, yeah, he didn't like say it, but he was just like, ah. But for his 80th birthday, he, he hired a pizza truck to come make us dessert pizzas. <laughs> so like back behind the him. studio, they had like making individual pizzas for us. He would, I don't know where his wife was, but he would drive home every day with his dog because his uh-huh. dog was at the studio too. So every day the dog would be there with him and his wife would get in the car somehow and they'd get, drive off. And I guess he was just drinking in Connecticut like that. Oh, oh, so he, um, you know, oh, you, did you ever see Connie Chung? I never did. I saw the dog plenty of times. I have videos playing with Birdie all over the place. Like, you ever see his like text dog. to her? Like you ever like, hey, be a little he's like texting her and you see his phone and he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna bring you the nightly news. Just you wait. <laughs> he never. I've never seen that man on his phone. I've talked to him a few times in the hallway. I'll be like, "Hello," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Hi." Or one time I was like, "Have a good day," and he's like, "You too." And I was like, "Oh my god, I talked to Maury." Like, just sometimes I have to be like, I just want to do it just to say I did it. Yeah, just just dance in front of him. He's like, I did. I have danced on the stage. I, I remember. I remember many that. times. <laughs> There's a lot of dancing <laughs> going on. It's like it's like Wendy almost. It's like someone's. Da- it, it, that's like. Do they do that with like? I wonder if they do that with uh, what's his face? Um, who's the other guy? Wilkos or Springer? <laughs> Springer. I mean, well, Springer's no longer um, his like normal show. Yeah. They got rid of that. Of they got rid of that the season that I was there. But what they were working on while I was there was a new show that they have called Judge Jerry. So oh. he got so in the in the year where I was working, he wasn't there because he was working on getting his law license to practice <laughs> law. So, so now he's a judge. <laughs> and they were like getting like the set ready. So like I had like first access to like the courtroom and everything. Like that used to be a holding room for our audience members and now it's a courtroom. Yeah, I mean like I don't think like you actually if you're on TV, do you have to follow the rules of the judge? Like, you have to follow federal law, or I don't know. Do, do you, you have just to do your thing? Do you swear on like a Bible on TV judge shows? I doubt it. No, I'm sure you swear on like 
they're like scripts. They're like <laughs> you swear on a copy of uh, "Act Like a Woman, Think Like a Man" by Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Okay, so we have some questions that people have sent in that need. <laughs> Bless you. That people have said in, and this first one, I feel you could definitely give some expert insight into. Um, does your vast difference ever hurt after busting a huge nut? It, what hurt? Does what hurt? I heard the last part, obviously, but does my back? Your vast difference, like your, I guess, like my vast difference. Does it yeah. hurt? You know, I feel like. I don't know if it hurts, <laughs> but it's definitely like prevalent. If that makes sense, Probably. I'm definitely aware of it. Maybe like maybe not hurt, but like like frozen and shocked. <laughs> like, like a like a comatose type of situation. You're going ghost. Yeah, that's literally what I do. I just like freeze up. <laughs> like rigor mortis. I just kind of like stiffen up. I like it. Um. Uh... What the Zach Morris where he's like freeze. <laughs> that's exactly what I was I've had huge. One time I thought I was gonna die because afterwards I had I like as it happened I had a, a crazy like migraine. Like, it, like my face looked like I was plugging into the Matrix almost. Like it, it was like I, I felt so much pain. Like it, I felt like an aneurysm. And I've I, never had like a painful thing, but I've always like. I've always just been like, oh my god, like I can't believe, like it's just like, have you ever seen Bo Burnham when he does like a skit and then he just kind of stops yeah. at the end, and he's just like, oh. he just, like <laughs> kind of gets up and he like walks to the bathroom. <laughs> but, <laughs> what if like horror? Like what have I done? What's the most unexplainable thing that's happened to you? Unexplainable? I don't. Everything that happens to me is unexplainable. I like, I can never justify anything. Okay. But this is the one that comes to mind most. So sophomore year here, I got in trouble. I was on nine months of probation because I shared a Dr. Phil meme on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know, but in the, in the video, Dr. Phil's holding a gun. So that prompted the university to ask if I had a gun on me and in my room. And then I had to write a five-page essay on proper social media usage. Well, did you? Did I have a gun or did I write the essay? Did Did you have the gun? No, <laughs> I did not. I, look, I don't want to. I didn't want to assume you could be packing. It's not in the room. Where are you keeping the toilet? It's like the headboard that they have that, oh. that, that you see in the commercials. So they, the push one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would do that, but like with a Subway sandwich, like a hoagie, <laughs> like the three foot long ones, <laughs> the party subs. I would just hit my yeah. I come down on a whole party sub on me. Yeah, I would do that. I think it'd be really funny to film that happening, but having someone else like sleeping in the bed while it's happening, so it just kind of falls down and they like get hit with it. <laughs> That's like an episode of Jackass. Let's. Can I? I don't know if I could think of anything specifically. <laughs> There's no subs. <laughs> okay. They are good. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I... <laughs> I really, I really have been trying to forget. 
Um, let's see. Uh, I got. I don't know. I can't necessarily think of anything un uh, unexplainable that's happened. I I really. Oh, okay. One time I was in. <laughs> one time I was in a. I was like fourth grade. No, I was in sixth grade, and we had a sub. And for some reason, the sub was letting us do the electric slide in class. <laughs> so I just so happened to be eating a box of nerds. So <laughs> I'm eating nerds and doing the electric slide. And I start choking in front of the entire class. And like, I, you know when you're choking and you're like, oh, this is going to come out? I was, it was one of those where like, I might die. So I'm thinking like, I'm about to die doing the electric slide <laughs> in the middle of class. And for, I got lucky, and the kid who used to bully me, he, like, smacked the shit out of my back. And I, like, threw everything up. And, like, the girl I had a crush on was, like, looking at me. You know what's weird? Now I'm thinking about it. She was looking at me weird because I was looking around the room while I was choking. <laughs> and, like, I kind of locked eyes with her. <laughs> so I'm like, you were like, I can't let her know. <laughs> I'm, like, me, I'm, like, looking in her eyes while I'm choking and I'm, like, losing life. That's probably why she never wanted to go out with me. She she should have given you a chance. That's no, like No, it's fine. It worked it, it worked out, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, no, and then and then on top of that, the dude who I didn't like who like fucked with me every day, on top of that was like, Yeah, and I saved your life. So I was like, oh it, <laughs> yeah, was, it was a bad yeah. time. So yeah, that's why I don't eat nerds anymore. That's why. <laughs> yeah, they almost took my life. Well, you were also cha-cha sliding. Sorry, electric sliding, not cha-cha. That's a whole Whoa. different. That's a whole different slide, man. That's a whole different slide. I I could never, I could never doing the cha-cha slide. It's it's like a whole different energy. I I, I probably am immortal during the cha-cha slide. I feel like it's electric slide, cha-cha slide, cupid shuffle. Cupid shuffles the most. <laughs> But Cotton Eye Joe is up there somewhere. I don't know where. Cupid Shuffle I get more into, but Cotton Eye Joe, I feel like that's just like you have that's like But you know like, the thing is the thing is with the, the, the Cotton Eye Joe as it relates to those other three songs, the Cotton Eye Joe requires way more effort. The Cotton Eye Joe is a workout really. Like you could do it at P ninety X. And the song is so up true. Like the, the all those other slides is real slow, you know? It's real like you can No Cupid Shuffle Cupid shuffles about about the same tempo. Is I feel, it? No, I feel, I feel like I feel like I feel like Cupid shuffle. You can get away with being as slow as the other ones, but I feel like if you're really into it, you gotta do those kicks. Like the people usually just kind of like put their <laughs> foot out with those kicks. You gotta get in. You gotta get your legs up, get your knees up. Yeah, but by the time you're walking it by yourself, you know it, it's so. <laughs> <laughs> it slowed down. That was the best part of that. Anytime you say now walk it by yourself, I'm like, I'm going to walk it by myself. You don't have to tell me twice. I was going to do that. You're right. Cotton Eye Joe doesn't really have that time to like break. It's just like, all right, you're going to clap your hands, kick it. Kick yeah, it, it's, a, around. it's a whole thing. And then you do it over. This Cotton Eye Joe doesn't have a now walk it by yourself. No, it doesn't. And then, you know, I think, <laughs> and this comes to a, a larger conversation about life. In life, you gotta find your now walk it by yourself. And you gotta make that happen for you. You gotta sometimes in life you gotta walk it by yourself. You know, <laughs> when I when I was in when I was in college, I was worried about going to to the calf by myself. 
and I always needed people to be with me, which led to me eating with people I didn't really want to be there with. And then one year I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk it by myself. And it changed my life. That's what we do now. We have to walk it by ourselves. We are strong men in this in this cruel world. <laughs> 20, 2020 was a lot of walking it by ourselves. You know, I'll, I'll... I had no damn choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Imagine being broken up with and they just go, you got to walk it by yourself. I'm like, damn. Damn. That's like the new, like, go to the YC, YMCA. Like, that's the new solution. Have you ever been to the YMCA? I, not like, the there's like YMCA? a YMCA. No, we had like a YMCA, like, like a rec center YMCA, mm-hmm. like near me. But I've never been to the one like in York City that like people stay at. Mm-hmm. I've only been to the one where people like play like club soccer or had like school <laughs> dances. I, I was in a. I went to a summer camp at the YMCA one year, and uh, it was uh, it was it, it was a weird experience. It was the only time I've ever lost a slap boxing match. I was at a water park. <laughs> at the YMCA? No, it was. I was a YMCA trip because they used to take us on trips all the time. So we were on. We were on. We went to like uh, some water park that's near. It's like the only water park in New York. It's like. My mind is blank, but I got into it. I was like, "This dude, we we, we slap box, and I'll be on. I'll be transparent. He got the best of me, but you know, if I ever saw him again, I think, I think I would get my revenge. You think he'd whip his ass? I, I would win. I don't know if I'd whip because I'm not. I'm a gentleman, you know. I'm not. It's 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 about it's about the sport with me. All right, slap boxing gets gets hectic when people start getting personal. If it's just you know, we are slap boxing. It doesn't have to come to an ugly end. I feel like you have to resolve that issue, not with slap boxing, but that thing where you put your hands out like this, and you gotta, like, move them away. The, like, is, this, is there a name for <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. The, the slap hands? When they slap <laughs> your foot. Slap hand hands. slapper. Hand slapper. <laughs> slap, 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 clap, clap, clap. Yeah, Bulby, <laughs> is that what his name was? Oh, man, I'm gonna name my first child Bulby. That'd be a good name. That, like, Boba. Bo- Boba? Bulby and Boba? Ugh. What would be a really bad child name? Like, besides any child name <laughs> in the Bible, but, like... <laughs> Mezekawa? Literally. <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, f- oh, fucking, uh... Jansport? <laughs> That'd be a cool, like, your child name, Jansport. I bet you get, like, a sponsorship. Or oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name my uh, child Champion. That that's good. What's the Actually, other one? Champion's actually probably already a name. Now I'm thinking. Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of kids who are named after alcohol, so that one doesn't hit the same. No. Oh, I yeah, I knew a lot of uh, Remy's, Alizé's. Uh, I knew I knew a Hennessy. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't used, know anybody. I used to work. I, I used I used to work with a Hennessy at Cheesecake. <laughs> Yeah. I've never been to a cheesecake factory. You, hey, take it from me. Don't. <laughs> I feel like not to say that the food's good for you, or it's even good for the environment, but I feel like that piece of cheesecake would fuck me up. 
You know what? Because you got to think about it. If not even just if you're lactose intolerant, I think if you border lactose intoleration, like if you don't consume dairy on a daily basis, a cheesecake is gonna fuck you up. Like, and I've been around a lot of cheesecakes in my time, and I've seen them at their worst and at their best. If you don't consume a lot of dairy, that cheesecake will fuck you up. Emotionally, spiritually, just it will do a number on you. You won't, you, <laughs> you won't be able to walk it by yourself for a minute after a cheesecake. I'll be honest with you. They'll roll you out the door. Yeah, now roll it by yourself. <laughs> I always imagine the Cheesecake Factory, like how they like uh, depicted it on iCarly, the, the giant salads, and the giant piece of cheesecake. Like that's what I, that's what I thought it was. I mean, to be fair, the si- the salads are really big, so I give you that. Like the bowls, the bowls. When you go when you go back into the the bowls they use to make salads are like huge. Like you can fucking if you hit someone with it, that's assault. They're like, like bigger, were they bigger like than Olive Garden size. Just they're like they're but like they're big and they're like aluminum. Oh, they're grim because those are just the ones they like chop the salads in. So like they're huge. They're like a the size of a drum almost. They're like bigger than a MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's that's it's, like that's like how you would determine like what size salad do you want? You get the Air or the Pro? Yes. Or the yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, here's a here's another question. Have you ever played sports high as fuck? I I feel like I've passed the football around. Or like shot a basketball, never like a competition, but I have sought out to do that before. I would love to do that. I feel like that'd be a great experience. I never myself was a sports kid in anything, mm-hmm. but I know now that I'm more into sports, I definitely want, I want to have those opportunities to do that. I, I actually in high school, we oh, made what? signs. <laughs> We made signs in high school that we like hung up around the school, and it was like Fight Club, ages two to seventeen, in the basement after school, <laughs> and then we got in trouble. So, um, but no, I the only time I've like sought out doing like physical activity, I guess like in a in a fun way is what was it St. Patrick's Day, freshman year here. We got really high, and then we went to the pool, and that's the only time I've been to the pool on campus. <laughs> And we were the only people in there. <laughs> we were just like, what if we just like went to the pool and like swam around? <laughs> so we just like had like a pool party like, at the pool. <laughs> Damn, I never used to go to that fucking pool ever. I've only know. been there once. It was a it was a good time though. I wish I had more opportunities to go, but like I doubt anything's allowed now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Nothing is really allowed. I played some sports high. I used to when I played rugby. I never, pra- I never played any games high. I practiced because it was rugby's a sport that like playing that high seems kind of ridiculous. Like I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get aggressive enough that I would need to be because if I'm trying to if I'm high, it's because really rugby shorts are short. I don't know if anyone Google rugby shorts. They those things just those things come up to like, I don't like my penis almost. Like those things are tight. So if I'm if I'm high wearing those tight shorts, I'm not trying to play rugby. I'm trying to I'm trying to holler at somebody. <laughs> That's not the setting you want to be in. 
No, it's not. I played basketball high a few times, and it's really fun. I if you, I love playing basketball high, especially like <laughs> it's even fun when I'm the only high one, and it's like a full court pickup game, and everyone, <laughs> everyone's looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" It was like I got my head in the game. See, I like when I, I like just doing stuff like that where I'm high and no one else is. So then everyone else is having a really bad time or an average time, and I'm just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I do, I do love that feeling. I love it when it's just me, because cause then I'm like, I'm having those office moments where I'm looking at a camera that's not there. Right. I feel like like someone should be recording this right now. That's how vlogs started, really. Probably like YouTube vlogs is just someone just like, oh, my life is a movie. <laughs> Ew, and yeah, and then they try to clip it together, and it's like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. How, I feel that's such a weird. That, before before we leave, I, this is a weird just term that I I don't understand. Like, oh, it's a movie. My life is a movie. Like, when is how did that start? Like, who who was the first? Whose life was a movie first? Really. Martin Scorsese, and then he was like, I gotta make Taxi Driver. <laughs> Someone needs to know about this. You think You think Jesus was like, yo, this shit's a movie, plagues. <laughs> and he like pulled out like this like book, and he was like, <laughs> yo, Jesus was, uh, Jesus was definitely high. Would, that, would, that would explain the whole, first, like the whole Old Testament would make perfect sense. Well, like, I don't think he was ever at a time not because like how could you do all of that like he first of all if he's supposed to be doing all this shit he's doing like he's got to be some on he's going to be on something like, he's I mean, either on like yeah. god power that has to come with like some sort of like intoxicating on god effects. power he's got body every every carpenter i know smokes mad weed right like <laughs> who builds a house without like without that Every dude I know who like just built shit is like crazy pothead. So I don't understand. Like he he hung out with uh, prostitutes and the lower people. It makes everything makes perfect sense. It's adding up. Yeah, they were just like, "Thank you so much." Like, do you want to hit off of this? And he was like, "You know, I gotta get going back to work, but I gotta go back to being my Jesus work." <laughs> he's like, "Don't let my," he's like, "Don't let my dad see." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Jesus would have been like the perfect like vocalist for a pop punk band because he really hated his dad. Do you that kind of? Okay, listen. <laughs> this is going off on a little bit of a tangent. Have you ever seen Son of the Mask? Yes. Do you Loki the Thor? Uh, whatever, whatever's fucking Thor's son? Uh, Loki. No, Thor was his brother. Whoever the the big old guy was at the top. Whatever yeah. that guy was, Loki, the guy that in that movie, that would be, that's what I think Jesus would actually be like. <laughs> you think like, Jesus would be emo? Yeah. yeah, super, yeah, super emo, super goth, like, kind of like, like Edgar Allan Poe would be, like, oh. <laughs> you would, Jesus definitely, like, has, like, the night shift at Hot Topic. Jesus has like mad buttons on his sash at Hot Topic. He's like, "Welcome to Hot Topic." I, I Jesus has like dad. rave bracelets that you sh- that you like pass on to people. Jesus has like a yeah, he has a bunch of bracelets on like both hands. He call, he calls it candy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I've definitely seen Jesus that mad. Like, off speed. He's like, he's he's like that, but he's also he also like joined the raves, too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just like standing there. He's like, guys, watch this, and he's like controlling the lights. And we're like, whoa. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, right? <laughs> like you like that? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my dad's an asshole. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Thank you for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate this. This was a blast. Thank you for having me on. I'm honored. I really appreciate you coming on and telling me about you know your your stepmom. <laughs> um, and all these other. She can rot. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, fucking. Do you wanna do you wanna plug any of your social medias? My Twitter that isn't real is the internet or some, just as it sounds. Okay. Because yeah. I had to change it after I got in trouble for that Doctor Phil video. Oh, yeah. So now I can't have anybody tracing me. True. I mean, we can bleep that out. It's okay. We we don't have to. I'll I'll hit a I'll hit an edit. If you look, you if you want to find him, you know where to find him. He's he's uh his name. Go on the go on the corner of South Orange and Ward. Oh my god! Hold up a five dollar bill and just wait. (laughs) I'll be there eventually. (laughs) 